1: dot com in Kansas 1877 70 Stop in Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland visit one 800 gamblernet in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero 522 4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here visit gambling helpline MA.org or call eight hundred three two seven 327 5050 support in Massachusetts or call 877 8 Hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.
0: Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do you
2: go? Where do you go?
3: How about you everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Auburn Live Show. Recruiting edition, also known as the Shreve of Freaky Pond. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee. Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And if you're not a member of that site, man, you are missing out, son. $1 for an entire year special going on right now. Get signed up. If you would have signed up the other day, you'd already had your money's worth. If you sign up right now, you're still going to get your money's worth. We had some big time, some elite content today. Uh, was worth a dollar in itself. I would have paid for it if they'd let me. <laughs> uh, but uh, you will not be disappointed i am joined today by always am by mr cole pinkston the guy who had the two five star updates cole how the hell are you doing big dog
2: i'm doing awesome man i i wish uh you know i'm we're, we're working through moving right now and all that showing the house 24 7 so mm. i hadn't hadn't even been in the house except for this moment so we could record this so no uh, kidding <laughs> so yeah man uh, moving 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 jay
3: head you know anything about moving
4: mm, just a little bit
3: Oh, just, man. Isn't that the worst?
4: Just a little bit. I think I've executed five moves in the last ten years.
3: Yep, yeah, yeah. Now, see, moving for yourself is one thing, dude. I had two older sisters, and they went to college first. Mother, they moved every freaking semester, and who you think they called on? <laughs> little bro. Now, they did hook me up <laughs> with some beers and shit, so I wasn't complaining. <laughs> I mean, you know. I was in 8th grade. No, I was was about 10th, 11th grade. It was fine. You know, we got to go down to Auburn and party with the sisters, you know. Uh, Good times. Uh, Well, hey, fellas, we got another loaded show. I don't know if we'll even have time enough to talk about it all, but we're damn sure going to try. Lots going on this week. Month of June has been absolutely loaded with recruiting intel. We've been there every step of the way. We'll get kicked off. We'll kind of go chronologically uh, for the news that we've uh, had in the last seven days since the last shriveled freaking pot. So we had, uh, we had some, I think, five or six official visitors come in to Auburn, led by Mr. Jeremiah Cobb.
0: Mm hmm. The right.
3: four star running back from Montgomery Catholic came in for his official visit, left saying, Hey, I'm going to make my decision soon. Auburn, Tennessee,
2: Clemson. Clemson. Yeah,
3: big company right there for this number one running back target for Auburn. We all feel like Auburn is the team to beat. And I feel even better about that pick today. I really feel like Auburn will get his commitment. And I don't really know who's number two. But, man, when you beat out Clemson and Tennessee for a running back that they really want. I mean, Cobb was in Cobb was in Clemson two weeks ago. He, I think he's going to Tennessee this weekend. Then he's going to set a date and make his decision. Jay Head, what do you think about that?
4: So really loved hearing what you guys reported as far as the words that came from the kid, as far as how he felt about Auburn, how he felt about Cadillac Williams. Um, And I'm with you. I I was a little probably anxious about how this visit was going to go, coming off the foothills of his Clemson visit. You know, how was it going to match up? Was it going to meet his expectation? It seems like it did all of that and more. And I think that Cadillac did a fantastic job of bonding with his family ensuring them that he was going to be well taken care of, that he'd be featured in the offense, and not only that, his fit within the campus of Auburn. So, I mean, I just think they hit on all fronts from this week, and it was huge because, as we talked about, who's the number two running back target for Jeremiah Cobb on Auburn's board? Very similarly to Brock Glenn, where it's not very clear who the quarterback would be that you're going to have to pivot to if you don't land Brock Glenn. Who's the running back that you're going to pivot to? I don't know. And at this point I don't care
2: because I think it's going to be Jeremiah Cobb and we don't have to worry right.
4: about
3: it. Yeah. I agree. Cole, you, you you in the same boat
2: with us, aren't you? Yep, 100%. I, I, uh, not to brag or anything, but I did have the uh, – <laughs> the crystal – uh, RPM prediction on him in April. So, uh, yeah, I felt good about that one for a long time. And um, – It's since then to me. It's been you know. It's been Auburn, and then different people in number two. Clemson's been number two at times. Mm -hmm. Tennessee's been number two at times. But the the constant is Auburn. So that's that's my pick still.
3: The uh, some other guys that came in this past weekend. Gabe Harris, the Georgia commit, kind of an edge, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah,
3: Georgia Gabe Harris came in. I'm gonna tell you, look, I, you know, I was gonna kind of breeze past him, but I'm gonna stop because I, I was told some things Sunday night after his visit that Auburn's got a shot. He's
2: legit interested in Auburn. Like, yeah, yeah. I agree. <sighs> I, I talked to him. You know, uh, that day we were there a little bit, and he he wouldn't give me a final answer on you know does Auburn have a real shot? He's like, I'll get back to you on that, but. Yeah, I mean it, the main thing he talked about was he, he kind of alluded to, you know, it's not quite as open as at Georgia as it is at Auburn and that's that's pretty pretty big deal. Auburn's got a really good shot with
3: some of these edges because there's so so much playing time to be offered next year with only, I mean, if you move Joko Willis over there, if you consider him an edge, him and Dylan Brooks are the only ones coming back. So, a lot of leverage there for Auburn with the uh with the edge recruits. We'll get to more of that uh, uh more on that in a minute. Uh there were six official visitors. I'm sorry. It's Lewis Carter, the linebacker from Tampa Catholic, came up. Yes. Uh, Auburn, Oklahoma, UCF, and that's,
4: North North Carolina. North yeah, Carolina. North there Carolina. you go.
3: There yep. you go. Uh Auburn's definitely got a good shot there. I'm 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 hesitant to put in a pick. I don't think I'm there yet with him. No. Um but uh I wouldn't be surprised if I did before this is over with. I think Auburn's got a very good shot with him, Jairus McIntyre, Dontarius Thomas. Yes. And a lot, lot of Auburn connections there. Of course, Jayhead, you've talked about his recruitment. It's nothing but the Auburn tree, right?
4: Pretty much. And I'm with you, Jay Lee. I think if you're connecting dots or reading tea leaves or whatever, you know what I mean, you want a label you want to put on it. There are a lot of things that just tie back to Auburn with regard to his recruitment. If things continue to trend in the direction that they're trending, I'm with you. I like the direction that's going. I can't say, hey, with absolute confidence, he's picking Auburn right now. I think right. those other two teams, or excuse me, the three teams, UCF, North Carolina, and Oklahoma, are all legitimate competition.
2: That's what we said when we were pre- previewing his visit to Auburn, was that you know Auburn's not in it right now with Oklahoma, UCF, and North Carolina probably being above them. Mm-hmm. but That visit could really even it up and start to push them forward and i think that happened and and now we're you know we'll see if he comes back and he's still got his coaches in his ear about auburn not that they're pushing him but they know what auburn's about and he he can ask any questions about that at any time and and that's helped him get on campus too so i think he's somebody to really watch right now connor Lew,
3: another guy four-star officer lineman auburn likes him at the center position came in uh had Nick Brahms as his player host is wants to be a pilot. So they Brahms is on his way to being a pilot and uh studied the aviation pro- program. So he's basically Nick Brahms 2.0, Nick Brahms jr. And Auburn certainly made an impression on him. Cole, what'd you think about Connor Lou?
2: Yeah. Uh, that one's interesting to me because he's, he's very much into the aviation program. Pro flight is what he called it to me. I didn't know it was called that actually, but, uh, couldn't have had a better player host with Nick Brahms. What I, from what I'm told, he knocked it out of the park. Specifically, Nick Brahms did with Connor Lew, sort mm-hmm. of showed him the ropes of what it's like to be a center at Auburn because you know Nick Brahms would have an idea about that. So, I, I man, I don't know that one. Connor Lew is is the kind of guy the way he speaks and everything. It's not that he shields what he's thinking. It's just that he's so he's going about it in such a mature way that you're just. You're not sure where he's what he's thinking exactly. Uh, I think he keeps it close to the vest, but it's not a ploy. It's just that's just how he goes about it. He's really weighing his options uh, you know, in a smart way. So I don't know exactly. I don't know where Auburn sits with him. I know Auburn really likes him, I know they want him, and I know that aviation program is gonna mean something in his recruitment. I agree. David Hobbs David Hobbs was another guy,
3: he's a four star defensive lineman from I say defensive lineman, Jay Head, you're trying to get me out of that. A defensive end, kind of a five Kobe Wooden type, right?
4: Actually, I'm going to call him a defensive lineman. I, I, think, okay. that's a, I think that's a good way to, to kind of phrase what he could be because he's a guy that could slide all up and down the defensive line. I don't think he's pigeonholed into any one spot. Um, and he's a great looking kid, um, had some really complimentary things to say about Auburn. And, and that's the recruitment I think we're very much alive in.
3: And uh, another recruitment very much alive in a similar type player, Anthony James, the four-star defensive lineman, former Texas A&M commitment. You know, left here saying that he's going to Washington this weekend for an official visit. Then he's going to make his decision between the Tigers and the Huskies. Um, kind of a odd f- list of finalists, pair of finalists there. He's got one in the in the Pacific Northwest and one down in the in the Southeast, and he's from Texas, a former A&M commitment.
2: But you got to feel good about Auburn beating Washington here.
3: I I certainly do. Cole, what about you?
2: Yep, absolutely. Talking to him seems like that uh, Auburn's you know the one that's recruiting him really hard right now. So that's and he wants to play in the SEC. So that that it yeah. seems like Auburn's in great position there. And I think
3: he's, Jay he he's similar to uh 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 David Hobbs in that I I was told they kind of like him at the five, but he can move down easily five being the Kobe Wooden, the strong side defense being, as I used to call it.
4: Yep, and I would agree with that. I think he actually is more of a classic five. I think he's got the frame to probably carry more weight and play in a three, maybe even play uh, on the nose contingent on, you know, what kind of speed package you're trying to put on the field. But really like his length, really like his power. You're right, it's an interesting top three that he's got, but he outright named Auburn his leader when he left that day. I think any time a kid publicly names somebody their leader, that's significant. And it definitely raised my eyebrow this late in the process, and I think he actually has a commitment date set of July 15th. So if a kid says, hey, I'm committing on July 15th and Auburn's my leader, unless something really moves the needle at Washington, I think we can feel really good about this recruitment.
1: I
3: I, I do too. I I think think that's uh, well said. The the news on on Monday was not as positive. Monday was like – I, huh. it, it was a bad. It was a bad day for Auburn in that. I mean, they okay. Here was, to me, the worst part about Monday, and let me give you a rundown real quick. Stanton Rammel, who was supposed to come back Monday for another unofficial visit, to spend the night. He decided, or he canceled the visit. He did not come. I thought that was the biggest negative news because Josh Jarrett not coming back this weekend. Um, we all had him going to Georgia, unless he came back this weekend, and unless he came back to Big Cat, and unless some things changes, he was going to Georgia. Yeah, that happened. Uh, DJ Allen, who everybody, or CJ Allen, excuse me. CJ Allen committed to Georgia, which we all had pegged for months now. Uh, what else yeah. was there? There was
4: something else. And then the big offensive guard committed to Arkansas. Oh, Andrew Giffard.
2: Ian We also have the Sadir Mitchell news.
3: That hadn't um, come out yet.
2: No, uh,
4: that, that yeah. came out. Jeffrey Brook yeah. actually on. That was on
3: the call in show Tuesday night. I kind of. Was like, yeah, I don't Monday. think he's coming. So yeah. Monday, but the good news was in all that. And, and again, except for Ramil, Ramil, I didn't think it was bad news. It was expected news that Auburn fans were hoping didn't happen, and it went ahead and happened all at the same time. And everybody, was, oh my god!
2: When you when you look at the whole landscape of recruiting, you think a trip from Birmingham or Alabaster, wherever he lives, to Auburn's an easy one. Well, I mean, it's not always that easy of a trip, and he was just there. So, making that those close of unofficials back-to-back is not always going to happen that way. And it's yeah. not that big of a deal if it doesn't happen out, you know, the way that it was planned. So uh, Especially when you've got two official visits this week, right, Jay head He's yeah,
3: yeah, Penn yeah. State, yeah. Michigan State,
4: Michigan State. Yeah, the kids, obviously, he, okay. And I posted this on the board, and I, I got some blowback from it. But basically, I said, the kids got two official visits planned this week. He just came off an unofficial visit – an official visit to Tennessee. Kids want some downtime every now and again too. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know what I mean? Like can you
4: imagine being 18 and being in that situation? So he's been on Auburn's campus more than anyone else. He is scheduled at this point tentatively to be back for Big Cat weekend. If he does not commit before Big Cat weekend, there is no harm at all in him not coming to Auburn. What is he going to glean or learn from Auburn? that he doesn't already know. And I thought Cole did a fantastic job of touching that on his unfiltered thoughts, that we need to stop and slow down for just a second and realize it's not the end of the world just because a kid didn't visit. Okay? There's no new significant player in his recruitment. Everybody's been a known player for a long time now. The only thing that would surprise me is is if he announces, just like Keldrick Falk just did, you know what I mean, that he's going to be committing on July the 4th. Okay. Now my concern model's a little bit up there. But other than right. that, I think everybody should sit comfortably there.
3: The good news on Monday was Auburn had Carmelo English, the four-star wide receiver from Phoenix City Central High School, come in for his official visit, long anticipated visit. He had he had announced two weeks before on a while, while he was on a fis- official visit to Kentucky that he was going to announce his commitment July the second, and people started <laughs> freaking out. The timing of that announcement was absolutely freak outish. ish. Uh, yeah, it, it was, was very it was justified. A little strange. Uh, yeah. What Carmelo comes in? He's got his mom, his stepdad, his dad, his stepmom. His girlfriend was with him. They all came. They all had a great time. And he is going to announce his decision next. Shit, when is July the second?
4: July the second is this coming. It's
3: uh
2: got a smartphone. Saturday. Right. Next, next weekend. Next Saturday. Saturday <laughs> next week. Saturday. Yeah. yeah, Saturday week. Forgot so, what date it was for a minute. And mm-hmm. all three of us. Well, hell, people. yeah. Right. I, mean, <laughs> been I, that way. I
4: had to work July the fourth going backwards, Cole. That, that's <laughs> yeah. how. Yeah. Right,
2: right.
3: Right. I uh, I posted on the uh, the corner our message board after I wrote the story on his visit that I put in a prediction of eighty five percent. Earlier, I felt even better about that prediction. Now, and even two days later after I wrote that, I feel even better about feeling better about my eighty five percent. And this is what this is my point of this. I have just, and we all, I think we're all in the same boat here, we have just said that we feel extremely confident, extremely confident that Auburn gets the number one running back in this state. Auburn gets the number one wide receiver in this state committed before the start of the season. Yes. Everybody talks about this class in Alabama this year being so star-studded and elite talent. No, both of these guys are top 15 overall in the state. Carmelo, the number one wide receiver, Jeremiah, the number one running back, and you're going to have them in the class presumably before the end of the, I mean, before the end of the summer. Jay had mentioned this guy earlier, Keldrick Falk, four-star edge defensive lineman um, from Highland Home, had just announced while we were right before we came on the show, right before we aired, that he is going to announce his commitment July the fifth. July the fifth, Auburn, Florida State, basically the main two, and then I think there's a couple of other guys in there. But I will say this, um, and I did a couple of you know a couple of digging digs there in the last 15 minutes. There is confidence at Auburn. He's going to Florida State this weekend. Yes. Going to Florida State this weekend, but he's already ready to make his decision, or at least he feels comfortable in saying that when he returns, he'll be ready to make his decision, which will be what Tuesday mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Tuesday week.
4: Correct.
2: Yep. And I, uh, I wrote on, on, uh, the corner and on in an article that I put a prediction in for Falk after he left that weekend to Auburn with fairly low, I mean, it was 55% confidence. But to me, everything I heard, you know, as in the words of Keith Niebuhr, I've heard enough. I, I think I've heard enough there to say that Auburn's probably in the lead and, We will see. Uh, Florida State's been a school that he's liked, too, but it just seems like Auburn really knocked it home on that last one.
4: Yeah. Top four of Florida State, Auburn, Clemson, and Florida. That's your top four. That's a deep uh, and highly competitive top four. But, Cole, I, I think you just hit the nail on the head. The kid went to Auburn. I think he fits at Auburn. I think he felt the need Such at Auburn.
2: Yeah, he, uh, is. he is.
4: You know what I mean? I think the tie, the story and the bonding that Trevon Reed held with his mother mm. gave her that comfort level. You know what I mean? That her son was going to be taken care of, that Auburn will grow him <clears> as a man, not only as, a, as an athlete, but as a man. Yeah. Um, I just see a lot of things that are trending towards Auburn in this recruitment. The timing of his commitment decision, I think, falls into Auburn's favor. So without having any intel, because I, I did the same thing you did, Jeffrey. I poked around and said, hey, you know, what do you think? And I haven't heard anything back yet. But everything, if we're reading tea leaves, makes me feel Auburn in this recruitment. And it's definitely Auburn or Florida State, as far as my opinion is concerned.
2: Well, he and, he's awful. Oh, go ahead,
3: there. And and that would be another top – he's the number nine overall player. He's the number two edge behind only Quay Russo. Yeah. Who, Cole, I was going to come to you with that. Quay Russo being the number one edge in the state of five-star guy. Cole, you went and saw him and James Smith yesterday. And walked away feeling –
2: Yeah, I mean, look, now I'm not going to – I'm not going to say they're going to Auburn by any means. I I don't – I think Alabama and Georgia are – um, even at the top, and I think Auburn's just slightly behind them. That's yep. that's my impression after you know, I, I interviewed him, but I sat there and and kind of hung out with him for about an hour while they worked out at Madhouse. So, you know, that's just my impression after talking to him. I, I think James Smith had a who, who's the teammate of Quay Russo, both five star guys. Uh, he had the comment that made the most sense to me, which was, I mean, you know. He said, Coach Harson's working on getting them back to Old Auburn, right? And I said, well, what does that mean? What is Old Auburn to you? He goes, beating Bama. Beating Bama. Simply. Beating Bama. Simply put, beating Bama. You know, having the winning mindset. He said, it's not that they don't. He said, but I just need to see a little bit more. So, and hey, I mean, that's honest. I, I think that's what we've been saying, right? That's what we've been saying about all these guys. Said it last
3: week, and Jay, this is going to – crawl right into your laptop here because last week I said the same about Quay Russo last week. You said the same thing about Tony Mitchell. And a lot of people were like, "Ah, yeah, yeah, whatever. And guess what happens today is Tony Mitchell releases his final four, not his top four, his final four of Auburn, Alabama, Texas A&M, and Georgia? Yes. Yes. And Georgia. J-Head, you called it. And
4: Why? First of all, I've got a lot of confidence in Zach Etheridge. Number two, the intel to this point has led us, all three, to draw the conclusion of if Auburn has a really good season, that we have set ourselves up for a fantastic finish. Now, getting these kids seven wins isn't going to get it done, okay? Right. We need to show major progress on the field with these guys. These are high, high high-level, blue-chip football prospects, man. I mean, they are the elite of the elite. And you need to show them that they're going to be taken care of on the field, off the field, and that you're going to have a competitive product that's going to get them the views and the looks they want from the NFL. Okay? This is a business decision for those three. But what's the main tie in all three of those recruitments? It's Zach Etheridge. He is a fantastic recruiter. He is the area recruiter for James as well as Quay Russo. He is the position recruiter for Tony Mitchell. He's done a fantastic job. He's obviously gotten some significant help from Rock Bellatoni, as well as Jimmy Brumbaugh with those other two. But can't say enough good things about what Zach has done, what the off-the-field staff has done in these recruitments, how they positioned us, the fact that they fought and got these guys on campus for the last weekend in June. It wasn't like Georgia didn't want, you know what I mean, Quay Rousseau and James on campus this last weekend. They did. Yeah. They thought this would be a statement weekend for them. And guess what? You know, they took the L there just like they took the L for Arch Manning
0: today.
2: <laughs>
4: there it is. I was waiting on it. I knew. You we knew it. You Arden. knew it was coming, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know. Hat tip to Zach Etheridge and the work that he's put in. Now it's up to Brian Harson and the rest of the Auburn staff to capitalize on the football field this fall mm. and put us in position to land these guys.
2: Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong. Was <laughs> Auburn was not in Tony Mitchell's first school cut? Were they not? They did Hell not. No, not even close. And that and was, it was what? A top seven? ten or twelve? What was it? Yeah, it, been, it, eight. Yeah. it might have been. It might have been a yeah. And now you make the final four. I mean, something changed, right? Something big yeah. changed. And, and, and I want to apologize to Zach because
3: after Auburn didn't make that cut, I like hit unfollow.
2: <laughs> I did. I, I,
3: hey, I, I ain't got time for it. You know, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not considering Auburn, I ain't got time for it. I got too much going on, man. So li- listen to that, folks. We're we're closing out the month of June. This is the last weekend. We're going to get to the, the the visitors coming in. Uh, I'll, 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 well, that was Monday, Wednesday. Carmelo left. Uh, I forgot to mention Dar- Darren Reed and Naquil Bertrand also came in for official visits. They left today, Thursday. Deron Reed. Deron. God. Darren Reed said <laughs> uh, Auburn's in it, but, uh, the, you know, they got in late. Jimmy Brumbaugh was a new hire. The relationship there is just forming, so if he wants to make a commitment July the 4th, it's probably not going to be Auburn, whatever. Uh, Bertrand left this morning early. Nobody got a hold of him. I'm going to have something on him uh, later tonight, at least I hope so. But you're talking about you had Jeremiah Cobb, Anthony James. Yes. Carmelo English. Yes. Did I say Keldrick
4: Falk? Nope, not yet. Keldrick Falk.
3: On top of Terrence Love, Braden Joyner, that's six. Did
2: you say say Brock Glenn? Not Not
3: yet. Not not yet. yet. (laughs) I'm getting to that because I think we're all – I mean, I'm 50-50 on Auburn or the field right now with Brock Glenn. I just don't know, dude. I don't think anybody does. Now, here's what I learned. And and, um, I talked to our Ohio State guy. Yesterday on Wednesday, and I was trying to get a feel for like what their side of things and how they're how they're seeing it. They want the kid from Baylor yeah Nova yes. yeah Nova Nova. Sad. yeah they they want that kid, and Brock glenn is one b for them, yep, uh, but here's the thing it's not if they don't get Nova Sad, it's not a foregone conclusion that Brock glenn is going to choose Ohio State, correct, that's what people don't understand. And I don't blame them. I mean, Ohio State's got five-star wide receivers committing to them every day this week. Why would a quarterback not want to go there? Well, it's up north. He's from Tennessee. He's he's an Auburn kid. Um, And I think Carmelo English, a commitment from him, or at least Brock Glenn being aware that Carmelo English is going to commit to Auburn will be a big, big help there. Uh, But Ohio State's got quarterbacks, dude. They got Quinn Ewers, the next uh, Arch Uh, Manning. Quinn
2: Ewers is at – Texas as well.
4: Yeah, he he just left and went to Texas last when?
2: year. When? No, no, no. Who, and I'm sorry, not who is who is the who's the Ohio State guy? They uh, the 2024
3: quarterback. Um, he's the number oh. one quarterback in
2: 2024. Ryola. Oh, really? Dylan? Dylan Ryola, I think is his name. Oh.
4: Well, anyways. Well, I tell you what, I got a list of guys that are committing in the month of June, July, and August. Can you guys hear me pretty good right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, got gotcha. you. All right. So you tell me what you think after I say these names good, bad, whatever.
2: Are we let's are we doing this as today is signing day? Gut feeling?
4: Today, today is signing day. Who do you think he's committing to? All right. Brock Glenn.
2: Auburn.
3: My guess is Auburn.
2: Without having to think too hard about it. You know, that's my pick, is Auburn. If I'm, I start going, to think about it, that's where I go, well, oh, how stay, you know, but just gut feeling, I go Auburn. Hey, by the way, since Arch is committed now, is Brock Glenn the new Arch Manning? Because we're talking about him so much. Everybody's starting to talk about him now. Anyway, proceed.
4: I'm gonna go Auburn as well. Um and I'll put a bigger post on this on the board. Carmelo English.
2: Auburn. Auburn.
4: Auburn. Auburn. Keldrick Fault. Auburn. Auburn. Jeremiah Cobb. Auburn. Anthony James. Auburn. Jelani Thurman. Mm,
2: Michigan State. That's my pick on that one right now. Gut feeling. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Right. That's that's exactly how I feel. That's how I feel. (laughs) Yeah, I feel the same way.
3: Raspberry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, though, I mean, I think he's going to sign with Auburn. He may not commit to Auburn, but I'm thinking Auburn's going to have eight-plus wins. And I think that he's going to end up at Auburn. And if they don't, it's going to be all moot anyways. So –
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, that, it's kind of one way or the other. Will he commit to Auburn? Hmm.
3: It's really close. So, by default, I would say Auburn. All right, Jay. Here, yeah, there you go.
4: I'm going Auburn. Um, I, I, I feel more comfortable on that than I did even two weeks ago. So well, I'm, I'm going Auburn with Jelani Thurman.
2: Two out of three ain't it bad.
4: Nope. and then. Yeah, Jakeem Jackson, who also has told our very own Keith Newberry that he will be committing at the end of July. Other people are starting to report that now as well. Auburn-Florida battle more than likely. Who you guys are going with?
2: Auburn. Yeah, I'd have to go with Auburn with that, yeah. As of right now, I guess. Planning to be at Big Cat weekend too, so.
4: Right. Um, As of right now, I'm going to go Auburn as well. Even if we miss on Jelani Thurman, that's adding six guys to this class, which puts us in that six to eight range that you guys thought we would be at before the start of the season. And there are still other guys out there in Lewis Carter, Connor Lou and JC art that could all have decisions before the yep. season starts. And I don't know. Yeah. None of those guys have said, Hey, I have a definitive date, but they've all alluded to the fact that they would like to get it over with
2: sooner rather than later. I think, uh, on J.C. Hart, I think he wants to – I don't I don't think he's going to wait too long, personally. I think he might take his visits and then say, all right, let's do it, you know. That's what it feels like to me. I don't
4: disagree, Cole. I think he's one that could pop at Big Cat Weekend. That's my feel on J.C. Hart.
2: Well, you know, we talked about needing to have a commitment there. That's maybe a strong candidate. Obviously, Keldrick Falk was the guy we thought could be that guy, seeing as his commitment date was coming soon, but uh, – He's going to do it before big cat weekend now,
4: no, so. now he wants to you know ruin my July the fourth hangover you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah right
3: uh, and and this month's not over Monday is the first day of the dead period It's going to last till the end of July. that last week of July is going to open back up just for one week before the start of the season uh The, the dead period will kick back in until game, I believe Game – uh. Sorry, I had a call that I probably need to take, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so official visitors coming in this weekend. We talked about Sadir Mitchell not coming. Josh Jarrett is not coming for an unofficial visit. But the guys that, who are coming, James Smith, Quay Russo, two five-star guys coming from Montgomery, huge, 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 because you know they're going to come back in, during the season for games. They are. They just are. They will. Um, Phil Picciotti from Pennsylvania, the linebacker. Uh, who's been in the top five for Auburn as far as far as the linebacker board goes for a while now, and uh, been relatively quiet. He doesn't do a lot of interviews. Um, a lot of people think he's going to Penn State or uh, Oklahoma yeah. is another one. Oklahoma is another big one. So anytime those two schools are wanting you as a linebacker, you know you're doing something right. Auburn's recruiting both of those uh, against both of those schools. Going to get filled down here for the first time this weekend, and then uh, one of the one of the the bigger ones where well, we. – We've talked about before, but he's officially on the on the list this weekend as four-star uh, defensive back Cedric Hawkins, who is committed to Ohio State. He is from Cocoa, Florida. Yes. And or I'm sorry, Titusville, Florida. Is that the same Cocoa High School?
4: Is it Cocoa High School? I thought it was Cocoa yeah. Beach. Yeah. I, I did
3: know. too, man. The, okay. the database has Titusville, Florida. It might be the mailing address. Oh, Co- yeah. Cocoa Beach, Florida. Uh, Cedric Hawkins, Ohio State guy. But I will say this, man. On that guy, I have been told that. He's more of a southern guy. He's a flip-flop, jean-short-wearing guy.
2: <laughs> Just right up Niebuhr's alley. No doubt. I was about to say. Um, and
4: that, yeah, so, so the question is, are they jean-shorts? I
2: don't know about that.
4: Yeah, I mean.
3: <laughs> He's too classy for that. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: But Cedric calls now. Listen, this is one of those Gabe Harris, uh, CJ Allen type guys. He's committed to Ohio State. You get him in, you you swing for the fences with him, and and you hope you keep it in in between the lines. You know, you you hope you hit it somewhere in in fair territory. Keep you keep the keep your uh, bat alive. Um, so I think down the line he might be somebody to watch. I'm 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 curious to see what he's got to say. I don't expect much. Uh, other than what Cole had from Russo and Smith. They're going to say all the right things. Uh, you're not going to know much about any, uh, them until December. Uh, Ficci- P- P- Pichioti, I don't think – I don't expect him to go, oh, man, I'm, you know, I'm going to commit next week or anything. I think you're trying to make an impression on him. You're trying to get him back for a game, maybe the Penn State game in September. And then with uh, Hawkins, you're trying to do the same, opening the door, try to get him back in, in, in the fall. Yep. So not not a lot of big – moving the needle type things, but at least getting it going, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, and I think probably what you want to hear, if for me, is A, like you said, do James and Quay say the right things when they're leaving? You know what I mean? Do you hear the things that you want to hear of, hey, we're, you know, Auburn's very much in it? And two, are they coming back for Big Cat weekend? Those are things that you kind of want to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least from from the
3: drivable guys, right? You don't exactly. expect Pitchyotti to turn around and come back for big games. No, although, you're hear that,
4: but from the drivable guys, and maybe even you know with Hawkins, is 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 he interested in coming back for a game? You know what I mean? Is the intrigue there to want to come back to Auburn? Because when you're trying to flip a guy from a school the pedigree of Ohio State, you got to get him on campus more than once. That's for damn sure.
2: And yeah, man, interesting point you made on the on the um, live Collins show Tuesday night, Jeffrey. That. Um, Hawkins will now just be the second DB that's officially visited. Corner, safety, nickel, all that. He's the second. First one was Jakeem Jackson. And then, you know, we think J.C. Hart will probably officially visit too, but, I mean. The summer, though. The summer official visits are wrapping up. Yeah. Two
3: DBs. That's it. Two DBs. Oh, I've got some news now. Cole posted about this this morning. uh, Four-star wide receiver from – or is he four? Lamar Seymour is who I'm talking about. Is yeah, he a four star?
2: He's, he's a three star
3: guy. Three star guy. Okay, my bad. Uh he he decommitted from hometown favorite Miami. His recruitment is wide open. Uh got some intel today on him. He is going to come to Auburn for an official visit, the Penn State game. Perfect. And a guy who might come with him is, I believe he's a four star wide receiver, Jalen Brown from down in Florida as well. Now I think Florida's oh, yeah. gonna be yeah. tough to beat for him, but Auburn's gonna get both of those guys on campus and uh both of them are eyeing that Penn State uh, game weekend. So, that's going to be – we know that's going to be – Kai Preen's already set his official visit for that weekend as well. That's going to yeah, be – Yeah,
2: that's a, uh, three receivers. Weekend. Three receivers.
3: There you go. Already. <laughs> so, Ike Hilliard you really, uh really – and you get Carmelo English on board, and then, and then you, you look for one to two more, one to two guys that you can be very selective on. Mm-hmm. And then, and in the meantime, all this is happening. You're winning and throwing the football and, and moving it. Um, I think the wide receiver class could be impressive, and impressive haul. <clears throat> so a lot to finish up with this month. Uh, as we said, the debt period starts on Monday. Uh, commitments will then start soon after. Uh, it was all, June was all about visits. July is going to be all about commitments. And then Auburn will close out the summer, the last weekend in June, with the big cat. Um, we are going to uh, wrap it up there. Well, we're going to be back Tuesday night. We're going to take your calls uh, with the call-in show. We're going to have all kind of a, um, covers this weekend with the two five-star guys coming in, the Ohio State commitment coming in, and the linebacker from Pennsylvania. So you guys stay tuned to that. Again, if you're not a member of the Auburn Live on three, you really should be, man. It's $1 right now. You, you pay a dollar, and you don't have to worry about it for a year. Uh, well worth it. You'll have your money's worth in the first hour you're on. Uh, yeah. How about some how about yous, man? Anybody got some how about yous
4: today? Yeah, I got a big how about you. I got one, and it's not for anybody on this board unless somebody's got a sub and they're hiding themselves, but to Steven Ruzik, Darian Urshuk, and the rest of the recruiting staff at Auburn, the, for those that don't understand, the month of June right now is hell for those guys that are behind the scenes. I mean, it really is, between the photo shoots and the organization, all the intricate details of a visit, you know what I mean? And they've been hosting players yeah. pretty much every day, whether it's mm-hmm. official or unofficial, for an entire month. These guys have been killing it behind the scenes. They've really been doing a fantastic job from an organization standpoint. I know they're ready for some R and R in the month of mm. July. Maybe hit yeah. the beach for a couple of days, recharge the batteries and come back for a big last week in July. So big hat tip to those guys. Um and they don't get enough praise.
3: Yeah, I will add two more names to that. Bianca James. Yes. Uh, I think she oh she's fantastic, man. She's yeah. been
4: all yeah. those
3: cats up there, man. Addison Hill, I believe is one one of the girls' named that they Trevon Reed. Yes. Uh, They've they've been Malcolm Malcolm Askew's been all over the place. Uh, All these guys, and it's every day, man. And you're at the mercy of these 16, 17 year old boys. And when they arrive, and when they're going to leave, and what they want to do, and what they want to eat. Big, how about you? To all of those cats uh, Mm -hmm. uh, up there at the athletic complex. Uh, Cole, anybody for you?
2: Yeah, I got two. Um, Number one is Barning coach who I believe was the guy that was giving us the uh all the questions on the live show the other day. BK. Night. Yeah, BK. Yeah, Burning Knight is what his name yeah. is on YouTube. Yeah, British. Uh, there
4: we go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's awesome for that. He he's I think he's somewhat new with us but um not he's he's become an active member, not a new member. <laughs> so, him and I don't know if I'm going to say this right. I've known this guy for a long time, not the guy but his username He's always got good stuff to say, and he's joined us now. Uh, He used that $1 deal. Good for him. (laughs) How can you blame him? And uh, his name, I'm going to say Okay. Is that that right? Pomastaklanes.
3: Spell it for me.
2: He's he's your guy, Cole. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Are you looking at it? No, I'm not. Oh. It's P-O-M. I don't know. You're going to have to look it up. Oh, pom pom
1: yeah. one long
2: word. He just joined us like Poma or something like that. So I like That's, it. He's uh he's pretty good, man. He's he's a good addition to our board.
3: Uh well I've got
2: several man. We've had several new sign ups. I've had
3: several great posters, man. I have uh been keeping a list, a running list all week long. And I will start out with Big Sexy for AU. There you uh, go. Big sexy got a d he's getting a double how bash you uh I, I I saved him earlier in the week and he's hit me again. I was going through my list and I was like, he's on here twice. So uh, big, big how about you times to yeah. big, big sexy for AU. Uh, also, how about you this week to AU 8908. Uh, Ab- Abliterati, I think he's had a couple of how about here in the last week. He had a, uh, I think he had a gif or something, a meme of uh, of us shitting on somebody.
4: <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it,
3: was, it was, yeah. Uh, at Connor AU, man, big supporter of the site. We appreciate you, Connor. At Crow's Tiger, I think he's a new guy, newbie, but he, he came in swinging a big how about you to him. At Fletch Tooper, Fletch or Fletch Topper, I'm sorry. Not oh, Fletch Tooper. Fletch Topper, man. Fletch Topper. If I don't have it right, I'm going to get it next time. Uh, how about you to at Barn Fire? Uh, how about you to AU Nat Champs? And uh, a big how about you to a, a, a new member, and I love this name. His his, his handle is P pee poo poo
4: ninety
2: six <laughs> <laughs> that that will never not be fun uh, not, not 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 ninety five but PP poo poo ninety six
4: <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> always gotta give a shout out to my man b bruce ninety nine sixty six at gmail.com yeah <laughs> yeah yeah anybody want to know his email address <laughs> oh boy
3: uh, let's see hey how about you to z money NC? how about you to uh Whopper BK, I thought that might have been our BK guy, but at Whopper BK, how about you to Rice DP 105, man? You know, I, I got to keep him in the mix. He 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 keeps he keeps the the, the board sane or insane, whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, big, how about you to JC Mango 34? He's finally getting him a finally gives him a how about you, man? How about you do this? And then a, a special how about you to last one here is a Music Man 3424. I don't know if y'all saw it, but he he, he shared he shared some personal things with us on the board uh in the last week and we appreciate him doing that man appreciate your music man big how about you to you uh big how about you oh and to mountain hunter i
1: mountain think there's hunter, a number yeah.
3: uh big how yep. about you? i actually met him sunday and um oh really? real good dude yeah real good dude big how about you to mountain hunter uh but that's going to do it this week except for you got old dingle dude i tell you what you know with manic monday the, the, the bad news monday comes some bad posters we're gonna have uh, you know these guys this week are were so bad that they they i don't want them to tarnish the the, the dingleberry word so i'm gonna call them the female dogs of the week
2: oh, <laughs> awesome.
3: female dogs of the week and it's and it's and it's tough this is four up and and i and i want to apologize to bobby sweatpants because i love bobby sweatpants but bobby <laughs> sweatpants were the female dog of the week today. <laughs> he's yeah, he's 90% of the time he's awesome. But 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 Bobby was a big female dog of the week today. Uh so uh, female dog of the week, Bobby Sweatpants, Tailor Made too is, is is the fixture at the top for those female dogs of the week. Metaphor, <laughs> of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Auburn Legacy is the female dog of the week this week. And uh the the, the Dingleberry of the week, Kimasabi. Uh, he he he's got he, he's a classy
1: so yeah, he, yeah, he can handle
3: the Dingleberry, but the but the others, man, they were female dogs of the week, I've, and I, I I I mean sometimes it gets really bad, man. And we've got so many. Th- I I've come up with almost a system. I, I'm thinking about it. we don't have a ding- Dingleberry. Dingleberries are fine. We can handle dingleberries. We can pick them off. But but the female dogs of the week, I feel like we could have one every week of a month of the month. And at the end of the month, we could put them up on uh, raffle them off. Like in the winter, you know, get some week ban or something. Get, you know, yeah. let, let's clean house. Addition by subtraction, baby. <laughs> and I don't mind critical, critical being critical. I, I'm critical too, especially of the city and local government officials, <laughs> and road crews, and and all that kind of stuff. But man, you you got to mix some stuff in, dude. You can't just female dog all the time.
2: Well, that's what I was gonna say about Kamasabi. He's my butt right. pants, like for you, because he is. He has his moments, uh, but then he's. You know, he's he he's just he's a realist. You know, I can I can I can get behind a realist.
3: Yeah. You know what, Cole?
2: I I, I I I'm gonna agree with you there. Bobby sweatpants mm-hmm. and Lasabi Dingleberries
3: of the week this week. I'm gonna sweatpants is a good poster. He just had a bad day, so I'm gonna yeah. take Bobby off the female dog of the week. <laughs> I'm gonna put him on the Dingleberry. So we got uh, three female dogs of the week: uh, TaylorMade Two, Metaphor, and Auburn Legacy. And maybe yep. starting in July, we'll have winners each week, female dogs of the week, and at the end, we'll vote one of them off. Because we've got so much good stuff rolling right now. We don't need people like that ruining ruining our uh, our community, Matt. <laughs> um, again, be critical, but don't. if, you, if all you're going to do is female dog all the time, we're going to put you outside with the dogs. We ain't going to have it. Uh, but anyway, hey, great show. We uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Check us out Tuesday night. Get you a couple questions, man. Call us and uh, let us know what you got. Uh, keep it Keep, a track. Keep an eye on the weekend this weekend. Keep an eye on some announcements coming up. Uh, Going to be a big July for Auburn. We'll get to all of that next week and more. For J-Head, for Pink, for Zach McKinnell, we appreciate y'all listening, man. Stay out of the left lane. See ya.
0: Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed—it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's gonna win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com/on3 and bet on college hoops
1: until they cut down the nets.